0: This is the Major Figures Podcast, recorded at GOT Sound Studio with your host Goody and Chris Darnell. We're a community for people who inspire to be major figures and want major figures. Let's figure it out together.
1: What's going on? What's going on? Another episode, another week of Major Figures Podcast with your host, Chris Darnell and Goody. Today we got a special guest, man. We got a good one in here today. We got Miss Kiki from Kiki's Chicken and (laughs) Waffles, world (laughs) renowned.
0: Yeah. How you doing today?
2: I'm doing good. Thank y'all so much for having me.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So, tell the people who who are you? Who is who is Kiki? (laughs)
2: I guess I, I always get that question. I guess I'm considered the Kiki. I, I guess I'm the only Kiki in Columbia. That's <laughs> yeah. what they say. Um, but um, I'm owner of Kiki's Chicken and Waffles, a real estate investor. Um, Look, Well, used to be a liquor store owner. I, I just what? recently sold it. Um, what else do I do? Got an event space. Um, wow. Yeah. Entrepreneur. A mother, a Fair wife. You entrepreneur. <laughs> right.
0: So was, how did the restaurant come about?
2: Um, so the restaurant came about, me and my husband, we both worked in the restaurant business for so long. Um, We wanted to open up a, lo- a something, you know, that was going to be great for Columbia. And so we decided to go with the chicken and waffles. Um, Went down to Atlanta for a weekend, tried Gladys' Night Chicken and Waffles. Have yeah. y'all tried that? Oh, yeah. And we, mm-hmm. we, we waited in line for like two hours to get in Gladys' Night Chicken and Waffles. And we started thinking, it was like, we need to bring a chicken and waffle spot to Columbia. Wow. And so that's pretty much how we... Came up with the idea of bringing chicken and waffles, to Columbia.
1: Well, wow, so how long has the business been open now?
2: Um, this year, eleven years. Oh wow, eleven years.
1: So, um, I know you have two locations. Yes. So, at what point did you know, like, it's time for us to expand?
2: Um, so, we started out in a small location off of a two-notch in Spring Valley area. It was so small. It was like maybe 2,500 square feet. Oh, wow. I mean, we only had probably about 10, 12 tables. And, you know, when the weight started to get out of hand, people were complaining about that. It, we knew it was time to, you know, expand to a bigger that's location. No, that's good problem. Um, and then when people started asking, you know, they were traveling from Newberry, Spartanburg, and, you know, Spartanburg area to two knots mm-hmm. just kind of far so we was like you know what let's open up a location on the other side of town and so that's basically what we did
0: now let me ask you a question was that your passion or your husband's passion for like cooking or just like having a restaurant operation period
2: so it was both of our passion um i've always wanted to open up my own restaurant i love cooking um, just love, you know, serving people, and, and that's basically what we did. We, we said, okay, let's open up this restaurant. We knew the business so well. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people want to open businesses, but they want to follow other people because they see them doing it right. so well. Right. But we actually had the experience, and we actually love cooking and love being in the restaurant. Okay.
1: So before, um, like, you guys opened up the restaurant, y'all had a uh, – you said y'all had the experience, so y'all had a history in the restaurant, business history in cooking, or, like, what – what is what is the backstory?
2: So the backstory for me, my mom, my grandmother always had me in the kitchen. I was helping cooking, you know, yeah. doing anything that she needed me to do. I was I was doing it, um, and I loved experimenting in the kitchen. Um, and uh, while I was at USC, I worked at a local restaurant. Um, freshman year to my senior year in college. Um so, you know, learning that restaurant so well, learning the high volume. Um and the restaurant's California Dreaming. So, you know, it was right there. Oh, yeah. My fr- Busy. B- I was my second job. And so I always just wanted to be in that restaurant. Then I, I did an internship in Chicago and I was working at a restaurant there. So it, it was always in me. Um same with my husband. He you know was working in the back of the house and he understood the cooking side and so it just basically just put it together and we actually met at california dream oh, and so that's, that's, yeah, that's so cool. we you know started there and we 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 started dating and um actually opened a restaurant before we was married so <laughs> and you know um i i told my husband i was like you know at the time i was like you know don't name it kiki's we're not married you know i don't I don't know how where this is going to go. And he was like, well, Ty's Chicken and waffle is not going to sound right. That's yeah. his nickname. And so I was like, well, I guess if you want to name it. And so basically that's pretty much how we came Ooh. up with Kiki's. That's my nickname.
0: So at any point, was it, do you consider it, was it hard to open a restaurant or was it a point where you like, man, did y'all want to quit?
2: Oh, all the time we wanted to <laughs> quit. Uh, <laughs> I think that's any business, but the restaurant business is very hard. Um, mm. I always tell people because there's so many areas that you have to worry about, you know, worrying about DHEC, worrying the servers, make sure that they're doing what they're supposed Hello. to do, um, making sure the cooks are preparing it, the food the correct way and it's consistent. Um, just, it's just so much. Mm. Um, and so plenty of days, I always wanted to throw in the towel, but... Just meeting the people and seeing how people enjoy your food and you having right. that name that everyone knows in Columbia area. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when people come to Columbia, it's like, okay, where do I go for a good soul food? And they always say Kikis and it's like we've built that from the bottom and and brought it to be some you know, a very popular restaurant. Yeah. And some days I'm just like, Wow, you know, because right. I I don't feel like I'm a celebrity. Or people call me a local celebrity, but it's not that. It's just that we open up a restaurant that's very popular, and just people know who I am. So
1: that's pretty <laughs> cool. cool. So, um, so the food is amazing. Thank I'm gonna you. go ahead and um, throw that out there. My sons, they love it. <laughs> um, so like the the recipes or whatever, is mm-hmm. that you or that's something y'all created for the spot or something you've been doing already or?
2: So the recipes, all of what we um developed as we kind of came up uh open the restaurant um, you know like the red velvet waffle it was oh, yeah. Yeah. it was just something that we kind of came up and developed on our own um other other recipes are something other other recipes are from what my grandmother taught me when i was younger um you know i'm from charleston so you okay. know about okay. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> the fried fish so when we developed the menu it was like okay chicken and waffles we got that now we need to have other things on the menu so that people if they don't like waffles they don't like fried chicken we need to you know have a variety and so that's basically what we did you know we got baked salmon you know we got baked yeah. chicken and we didn't always have that very extensive menu um, because we just um, just kind of developed the menu from what people were re- requesting when they came in. Oh, so, okay. Um, like the mimosas, we didn't have that when we first opened. Um, we didn't have the mac and cheese um, on the menu. Wow. Um, so now we're considered that soul food chicken and waffle spot. But we didn't have all those items. And it was just people were just asking for it, asking for it. It was like, okay, maybe we need to add this on the menu. Right. So.
1: That's pretty cool. Um, so when starting a business, a lot of people, uh, the main thing that we hear a lot is that uh, I don't have the money or it takes money. And I get, it takes money. I get it. Um, but what do you recommend for somebody who's trying to start something but they just they don't know where to start?
2: So um, I recommend, you know, having all your ducks in a row. When I say that is make sure that, you know, you have your business in place. Have um, let's see, what, what am I trying to say? Because there's so many different, like when we first started, they didn't want to give us a chance with giving us any money, any banks. Wow, and, man. you know, we had good credit. Um, we had, you know, the business plan. We had everything. They just didn't want to give it to us because one, restaurants are risky. And two, we didn't have that business experience. Yeah. Um, wow. So um, I would say, you know, um, you know, have, you know, get your business license, um, get your LLC in place. Um, make sure you have a business bank account, um, you know, have all those things in order because, you know, some people are using, you know, cash app to get business funds and all that good stuff. It, it's it's not good because when you go in the bank, they're going to ask you, OK, where's this money coming from or where's the all money? Right. You know, and you can't say, well, it's going to my personal account and, <laughs> you know, my business account not really doesn't have any right. money to show the banks that you're bringing in that revenue so that you can get that, you know, um, loan from the bank. And so I would just say, you know, uh, make sure that you have everything in order when you go to that bank to ask them for that money. Um, When we first started, they didn't wanna give us any, any money. So we basically had to come out of our own funds to start our own business. And wow. um, you know it was just like you know we was kind of putting things together and <laughs> just you know it, yeah. it 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 was hard. Yeah. Um, but now the banks throwing throwing money at yeah, us now. I you bet. know oh yeah, you Kiki's <laughs> yeah come Where on do we, you know sign right here. <laughs> so <what's>
0: <laughs> and did did y'all so y'all figured it out on your own or did y'all have a mentor?
2: Yeah. Um, so I would say our mentor was like our manager that we used to work for at California Dreaming. He was able to give us information that we when we asked questions of where do we buy restaurant equipment? Uh, he was giving us good advice saying, you know, don't Ooh. buy new equipment. Always buy used equipment because it's much cheaper and then people don't take care of your stuff. So, you know, we were able to ask him questions and mm. be able to get advice from him. Um, we actually purchased our park lane location. And the owner of that building, or the seller of that building, he owns Sticky Fingers. I'm not sure if you guys know that. Oh, yeah. So so he's Mm -hmm. actually kind of like our mentor now because he he started Sticky Fingers with two of his friends. And, you know, he kind of enlightened us about what we need to do to be able to grow our business. So that that's one of the things that we've kind of used uh, to help us because cool. we don't know everything. You can't find everything online. It's always good to ask people who've been there oh. and who's, you know, where you want to be, you know, right. how to get there.
0: Okay. So now how did you get into like the real estate?
2: So the real estate. Um, so when I was maybe like in college, I, I, you know, how we like to search the web and it's like, okay, right. we, what type of business can you get into and be successful um and not really have to do anything and so real estate was like that number one thing that came up and so during the pandemic it was like okay i'm depending on we're depending on these funds from the restaurant and the restaurant business got hit really hard and so i was like you know what we really need to have something in our portfolio that can make money for us without us doing anything and so um, we decided to buy that one house and rehab it and rent it out. And then we just continued to do it. And, and cool. basically there's That's something right. for us to be able to generate extra income and then also generational wealth for our son and future kids. Cool.
1: So um, you don't – people uh, say that you have one business, um, master that, establish that, then move on to the next. Do you think it's possible to do multiple things at once?
2: It's possible, but if you don't have the right team in place, it, it, it's not going to go good um, because you me I like to focus it's hard for me to give things away and have other people running I want to make sure that it's done right first and then I'll move on to the next thing and so like with the restaurant business you know I feel that it's going pretty well you know then I was able to open up you know other things like the event space and get into the real estate and during the pandemic I had so much time because we you know we were just doing to go so I was researching I was listening to a lot of podcasts on real estate I was reading a lot of books Um, I just had so much time to you know get into that
1: business question um and you don't have to answer if you don't Mm -hmm. want to i want you to but you don't have to (laughs) um when you start when you started your business uh did you hire family
2: um, and how was
1: that if you did?
2: So, um, so my brother did work for us at, for a short period of time while he was at um, in Columbia area. Um, but I don't have that problem with hiring family because I know where, you know... <laughs> <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? You know, yeah, I, I know that... Um, you know, certain things to look for. So mm-hmm. I already would say no in the oh, beginning. Oh, so they were asking you? Yeah, and so you they're just... asking, saying, oh, I don't think that's a good idea. Oh, let's man. not let's not go that route. And then the good thing, too, I'm not in the city where my family is. So, you know, if we move to Charleston, it might be a different oh, thing, yeah. you know? I All might right. have family asking. So I don't know. I, and I'm, I'm a soft-hearted person, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It may come be tough on, for me. Just come <laughs> just on. Come on. What can you
1: do? <laughs> thank you, God. <laughs> That's cool, man. Um, So the event space, that was after the real estate and after the restaurant? Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. And the event space came about. It's like, okay, people always having events, baby shower, so weddings. You know, it's like, okay, we need to open up event space. And we have a small space in our um, Bower Parkway location um, that we rent out. And so, you know, it just made sense. People were asking for bigger spaces. I was like, okay, we need to look for event space. And we can do our catering out of it. Um, You know, it can seat 260 people. Uh, We do live events as well.
1: Uh, So do you, um, as far as business is concerned, um, each of those businesses have their own, like, separate, uh, LLC or you do DBAs for
2: um, separate LLCs, and that and uh, the reason why is because if someone sues you, they don't have you know yeah. can they touch the other Yep, yeah, get them all so yeah you right.
0: um, know oh
1: you go ahead no go ahead
0: all right, all right so out of everything you do because you have a lot going on what do you enjoy the most mm.
2: um. So the real estate. The
0: real estate.
2: And I'll tell you why. is because I really don't... I, in the beginning, I'm doing a lot of work because I'm rehabbing, make sure the contractor mm-hmm. is doing what they're supposed to do. Um, and then after that, I really don't have to do anything. Put a tenant in there. Um, I still manage the properties myself um, because I just don't see myself paying someone uh, one full Come month's on rent Word. and 10% when I really can do it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, if I get, you know, over... 20 properties, I may allow someone to kind of run it or high, or um, develop my own property management um, company. Okay. Um, but right now, I manage it. Um, don't really have to do anything. The first of the month, we used to hate the first of the month. Now I love it because, Hello. you know, rent is coming okay. in. Ah, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, real estate, and then I would say the vent space because I really don't have to do anything. People call, need to tour the space, and then after that, if they want to book it, bam, open the doors. They do what they have to do, close, clean it up. Close the doors.
1: So, how do you? Because um, you're still a mother, mm-hmm. um, you're still a wife. Like, how do you balance that with everything going on that you do?
2: It, it's a lot. Um. So in January, I left my full time job. So with all that, I was working. I was no way, working huh? a full time job. No way. <laughs> and so um, during the holidays, before I left my full time job, I was like, you know what, I, I really need to do something because my time I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Even though we didn't slack on raising our son, it was just that I just was so tired at the end of the night, you know. And so um, I just was like, you know what, let me leave my job and let's focus more on the businesses and stuff like that. Um, and it, it takes a lot of planning, you know, setting aside a day. My husband's off on Mondays and Tuesdays, so he's able to, you know, spend time with us. And then Wednesday through Sunday, you know, he's in the restaurant. And and that's what we pride ourselves on. You can always find us in the restaurant. Um, my husband is always there. Me, not so much, but I'm still doing the behind-the-scenes things.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, he, he's at both locations or one or you had one or how do y'all do so,
2: that so he's mainly at the park lane location because we get so much business there uh the barrel parkway location i'm there here and there but i'm not really not there there all the time because we've built our staff and trained them to be able to run it themselves and i always tell them you know you guys know you're running this restaurant without us being here and they start thinking yeah we are i mean they know everything and so um, that's pretty much what we did when we opened up that location. It was just train them up to run it just like if we're, we're there. And, you know, some things, you know, we may not like and mm-hmm. you may get, you know, bad reviews here and there. But that's just the business, you know, the restaurant right. business. And, you know, a lot of people always ask, you know, Kiki, how do you feel when you see things like that? Right. And it, it hurts sometimes, you know, because it's like, you know, that some things aren't true. And then this other side of it is like, wow, I really need to, you know, get on top of my staff. But in um, and, and what I've, I've learned that everything is not going to be perfect. Right. You know, in, in the business, I did go in there wanting things perfect. Uh, and me and my yeah. husband kind of bumped heads. He was like, you know what? You need to, you need to just go. <laughs> you, you get you a full time job. Don't be in the business because, you know, it, it. when you have one person doing one thing and you're saying, well, this should be this way. It, it's tough. And so. I think that's one of the reasons why he ha- we have grown to where we're at is because, you know, he handles the front mm-hmm. of the house, I mean, the back of the house, and I kind of run the front of the house, mm-hmm. and I'm just not there inside the business.
0: Teamwork.
1: Yeah. Right. So, because um, people leave reviews and stuff on social mm-hmm. media and mm-hmm. all the Google and all that stuff. Do you handle that or you have a team that does that? Because there was this one restaurant. Um, I don't know if they got somebody running their page, mm-hmm. but they was coming back at these people with these views. I'm like,
0: man, Dang these people. cursing them
1: out. I'm like, they going to shut their business down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I still run our social media, and that's one thing I definitely have to get, you know, later down the road, gets, well, not later, soon get someone to run it for me because it can be too much. Mm. Um, And so I respond, and even if the customer's wrong, you still gotta respond right. Right. You have to. And so, you know, when I see reviews and, you know, I I always refer them to my email and I apologize in the public, let them know I apologize for what you Mm experienced. Please reach out to me, you know, through email or and sometimes I'll, you know, discuss what happened in there just so people will see and, you know, make sure that I take care of the issue um and then handle it from there. But it's tough when you when you see things and and people You know, they going at it and they don't even know and they ready to respond, you know, it's just it's crazy. Um, That's just the day and age of social media these days, you know, um, people want to be the first to respond and say who died and people want to, you know, just have that that clout for the day, I guess you would say. I, just, I just talk to it's them, crazy. man. I love
0: negative it, reviews. They love they'll share it. that so quick, put it in the food group, exactly.
2: Yeah. And the crazy thing about it, they'll they'll already speak to my husband or manager and they still go to social media about it. Like yeah. I'm just like, why? You know, right. give me a chance to fix the issue first. And if I don't, then go to social media. Right. Or, you know, if you already talked to us and you know how to reach us, then why are you going to social media? Like, what, what is the what is? Sounds like
0: um, some people want to hate. Yeah. They want to take they people down and yeah. yeah. see you doing yeah. well. Yeah. So they want to damper that.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So with your son, though,
1: We're, um, being that y'all are entrepreneurs, serial entrepreneurs and making things happen? Are y'all gonna push that on him or just let him do what he wanna do?
2: So, we're gonna allow him to do whatever he wants to do. He He's in the business. He knows how, what goes on what. How to set up a chicken and waffle. He knows the restaurant business. Well, yep. like it. He likes it. Cool. He likes it. We have events at the Vince Space. He's back there making waffles and everything. So, he enjoys it. So, I think he's gonna take it on but these businesses that we're building here today, it's gonna be all for him to do whatever he wants to do with it and in the real estate i wish i would have started early but uh, you know he's there doing the rehab he knows what See, what man. what we're going to oh. do with it mom when are we going to rent it out you know so that's good um we just teaching him early what we learned late and um he can do whatever he wants to do with it but you know we teaching him say you know real estate you keep this as long as you can and don't sell it you know unless you have to you know, because it has a lot of equity or whatever, and you know, it's 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 all for you. And how old is he? He's seven. All right. seven. Oh, Yeah, seven. Dang.
1: Well, that's what's up. Um, so do you plan on um adding more Kiki Chicken and Waffles out there? Or? Oh
2: yes, definitely. So we're looking to open one in Charleston. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, so we and so many places people want us in Augusta. We have people try, travel from Augusta, Rock Hill. Mm. Uh, so many different areas. Columbia, we may open another location in Columbia, but I'm not sure, you know. we, You know, because you have to be strategic. You don't want to take away from another location, wow. you know, by being right. so close, that's, you know. so. Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I know a lot of the, because I follow your social media. Okay. I'll be looking <laughs> and I see that a lot of people um, that come here, artists and different things, they always come because it's a staple. Mm-hmm. Um, How did you, like, even with all of this going on, and you're doing amazing things, and got all of these people know who you are, how do you remain humble? Because there's people who have one spot who own a yeah. food truck and what? are arrogant. How do you? How do you? I remain think, humble. I
2: think it's just more of just how I was brought up. I, I just. I just don't look for that fame. I'm just like, I'll go out in Belk and be like, hey, Kiki. Or, you know, just, you know, they know me and I don't even know who they are. I follow you on social media. My name is such and such. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> um, or, you know, um, someone uh, I'll, I'll put into gold and i say, hey, you know, my name is Kiki. You know, if they ask me my first name and they're like... You're not know Kiki's, Kiki's Kiki's chicken and waffles, are you? And know? I'm like, yeah, I am. That's and they oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I'm just like, wow, they people really, really, you know, think I'm famous or whatever. But I, I just, you know, it's important to stay humble because it could be taken away from you, you know, the next day, you know. And I always think about that. Um, So I just, you know, people ask me questions. Um, you know, how to get started in business and start their own restaurant, you know, I help them out because someone helped me and I don't mind helping them out. Um, I'm just a humble person. That's, the, That's it.
0: To the next question, do you have like a mentorship program? You like help people start restaurants or with the house rehabbing and
2: so i don't i i want to so many people saying look kiki you need to monetize this and 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 definitely have a mentorship program so i just haven't had the time to really sit sit down to kind of develop that but i do want to do it um and it's just basically because people should know these things, you know, especially if you want to open up a restaurant, you know, I want to help you early so that later on down the road, you don't make a mistake because you open your restaurant, you know, too early or you had a large location and you should have started out small mm. or you should have, you know, not be a, a, you know, work nine to five and you wanted to open up your own restaurant, you know, because I could, I did that because I had my husband there, You know, if I didn't have my husband, I wouldn't have been able to do it because you have to be inside that business for, you know, a good two years, three years, make sure everything is ran right. Then you have your people there that, you know, who has been there since day one, who knows it and they can run it. But, you know, people do that so quick because they want that status or they want to look at my 10 years and they've been in business only one year and say that they can do it. But we've we've built this from the ground up. We, We were in there from from. 7 in the morning to 12 a.m. at night. Mm. We were open at to 2 a.m. on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. I don't know wow. how we did it, but we did wow. it. And I was working at 9 to 5. So it, it was That's tough. Crazy. It was tough.
1: So um, when y'all first started, though, uh, was because it's different. Nobody's doing the, mm-hmm. the whole chicken and waffles theme here. So when you um started it, the business just jumped like that or it kind of progressed over time?
2: It, um, I want to say it did jump like that. Um, and the reason being, well, first, when we first opened, I would say maybe two, three weeks in people weren't coming in. I was like, man, did we make the right decision? <laughs> I, I was second guessing myself. I was like, man, th- w- what are we going to do? Cause people weren't coming in. You know, if you was at our first location, we were kind of like sitting down in a shopping center. So you couldn't really see us from the road. Um, I went out, started passing out to go menus to businesses and, um, salons and all types of stuff, just to kind of get the word out there. Um, and just people just kind of started coming, slowly coming in. Um, and then social media posting on Instagram because Instagram was kind of new, um, 2012 when we opened. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, I got coach Staley, um, to do a radio advertisement and that really put us on the map. I I think it did. Um, and I think that, um, Mm -hmm. that helped us. I really did.
1: So at what you said uh you got Coach Taylor to do so at that point you knew like this is this is the right thing. This is what we supposed to be doing.
2: Yes. And um I tell you a short story about that. So when we first opened, you know, you always have these people knocking on the door want to sell you business. So radio advertisement Guy came in from Kiss FM. He was like, "Hey Kiki, we got to get you on Kiss FM." And I was like, "No, we don't spend all our money in this building, <laughs> and we don't have nobody to spend on marketing." Right. It was like, "Man, but you need marketing to get people in the doors," and but it was just so expensive. Um, so he was like, you know what, let me just develop a proposal for you. I'll come back or whatever. And he knew me, um, what we knew of each other from um, USC. He knew I used to work for Coach Staley while I was at USC. Okay. And uh, he mentioned to me, you know, Kiki, maybe you should get Coach Staley to do your uh, radio advertising. I was like, no, I don't want to bother her. It's basketball season about to start up. All no, right. I don't want to bother. So if we left it as that. He left. Came back maybe two weeks later. He's like, Kiki, I got Coach Staley to do the radio advertising for you. Here's the lines that she's going to say. She already agreed to do it and everything. I was like, oh my, why did you do that? And for one, I asked him that because I hate when people ask for for people to do things behind my back Without me asking first mm. And so I text her and was like You know I'm sorry I didn't want it to you know Go down like that but I appreciate That you have agreed to do the radio advertisement And she was like oh no no problem Anytime and so wow, man When man. that went on the radio People from all over was coming in They were what? like Kiki we love the radio advertising. You got Coach Staley doing it. That that's awesome. Wow, so, so, and that was Great before Cole, so. you know the championships and everything. So that's, yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. that's wild. That's wild. Yeah.
1: Like so, um, with all that is going on, do your family do they see you differently? I don't no, they don't. Mm-mm. It's still the same still old, same, same old Kiki. Still yeah,
2: same old Kiki. That's
1: cool, <laughs> man. That is cool. That's you got anything else, bro? Oh
0: man, I, that's bad. this
1: was a great episode. We definitely appreciate you coming because yeah, when time. I reached out to you, now I didn't even think you was gonna respond. To be honest <laughs> with you, I didn't think I was like, well, she responded. Tell me. So we definitely appreciate you coming out, man. Kiki Kiki's Chicken and Waffle. If y'all haven't tried it, please go. go you will not be disappointed.
0: Soul food is awesome.
1: And if you go, uh, just mention my name and. <laughs> Like nah. You, discount. <laughs> you free water. You get free water if you mention my name. But nah, we thank you for coming out. Yes. we definitely appreciate it. And um, stay tuned next week, man. Major Figures podcast. With your boy Chris. Goody. And we out.